Welcome to Spectre in the Fog, a homebrew Call of Cthulhu Chaosium game. After arriving in Stoneton, the group quickly got to asking the locals questions about the area. Mr. Meeks, a half-satyr, half-human blacksmith, managed to answer a few questions regarding the history of these lands, as well as Sia, mother of the village chief. With the knowledge they are now in the fields of youth, old Sata country, the group finally meet the enigmatic Nuno, an outrider, protector of the people, legendary hunter, and warrior. As he leaves the village, heading for his own camp, our investigators have some decisions they need to make about their next move, and how they're going to find their way home. Well, we've got some time. Maybe we could take your uh, your friend, the chief, up on the offer of dinner. I don't think I've eaten. I don't feel like I've eaten for a while. Mm. Indeed, I am feeling similar. And it'd be interesting to see what is the cuisine of this place. I have discovered they worship a sun god, a nameless sun god. That is whose uh, totem is there in the centre of the village. Going to stop you there, mate. Mm. Don't really care. Well, it's their food. You are uh, you are entitled to your uh, ignorance, of course, as an Englishman. <laughs> uh, let us let us go and talk to this. I, I don't know. There's no, there's nothing, there's nothing like water <laughs> bore my fish, but now I now I remember what um, what our fish what our fisherman friend felt like. <laughs> what was his name, George? Um, Hamish. 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 Yeah, now I know what Hamish felt like. Crass is just going to perk up the uh, sun god for Oh, a sun god. Indeed, look, oh, come on, I will show you the. Uh, yeah. Oh no, Crash just very casually says, "Any golden idols, bejeweled?" Oh, I see. Uh, the sun, anything? No, a few that? simple uh, uh, ribbons and paintings. Uh, nothing of value. Uh, I, I, you are interested in gold, my friend. I'm interested in great art. <laughs> when you say great art. Crash series. It's sort of like great art, and you've got like a little glint in your eye, like, I'm going to steal that shit. Is that, is that the vibe you're giving off? Or It does sound um, like the vibe is giving off. <laughs> it's always the vibe Crash gives uh, off. The, the, the vibe Crash wants to give off is that he really appreciates fine art, and that he sometimes thinks that maybe other people don't appreciate it enough and he should take it from them, but that's not really the vibe he wants to give at this point. You are it's a lover not... of fine art, then. Excellent. Uh, I also uh, dabble in such things. We should talk uh, of this. Ah, uh, mm. yes. I, I do run a sort of um, acquisitions business. Antiques are so fascinating. Oh, I see. You are a collector of art to sell on. Mm. <laughs> not all art has value in terms of money. It is its artistic value that is important. Crest of Mars Union goes, you'll find that all art has value to the right audience. Oh, of course. Mic drop. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> um, as, as you two sort of like finish your, your conversation, um, uh, Doc, you notice uh, Sia is slowly walking up towards the, the group of you. Um, and and she's, she's like, is that is that the, the voice of, of that young, handsome Henri I can hear? <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> oh, my... a nudge as we're walking like we madame madame yes uh, we uh, these are my companions i spoke of the uh, the people from london she uh, she stands there with a with a stick sort of like in the middle of the group she's quite short i mean she's not even 5 foot tall and uh, she's like it's very nice to meet you all mom this seer you would wish to be known as is, is that because you're a soothsayer of, of, of sorts you should tell our fortunes i'm trying to discover if we are dead oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she, i kind she, of grin would at, a dead uh, person marcus. feel pain marcus hit him <laughs> yeah that's, a, that's an excellent question actually i'm gonna punch on v in the gut. <laughs> <laughs> as, as, as you're all saying that because we beat we beat um crafter when he when we thought he was unconscious so this seems fair that's true. <laughs> you, um, as as you're all like discussing this, she she sort of like like laughs to herself, and like ho hobbles over a bit like Yoda does in, uh, you know, and, and and sort of like and sort of like take takes Omri's hand. She's like, "Come with me, my child, and I I shall tell your fortune." Of, Excellent. Like, and, and she 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 beckons the rest of you. She's like, "Come with me." We'll, we'll, we'll go inside now. It's starting to get dark, I feel. And uh, as she says that, you can kind of feel, yeah, actually, it's, it is getting dark. You know, you can see that the sun's starting to slowly go down. And uh, are you are you all going to go into this this large house that's uh, sort of like in the... I mean, Uno told us he was, you know, he just got home and wanted to undo his stuff, so to come see him later. So I guess going in for a moment will kill us. Um, yeah. Yeah, he said that he wanted to go rest, didn't he? So yeah, let's let's have dinner and then go out and see him. Yep, I think so. Cool. Okay, so um, you all uh, you all follow follow Seer in, and uh, you can uh, you can hear Cicero whistling behind you, quite happy. Actually, while we're walking, can I ask Cicero? Cicero, uh, again, it's great to see you. What have you been doing here? You said you've been here a month. You don't look like you've been doing much. And he looks at you and goes, Not been doing much, my dear boy. I've been doing a lot. I've been studying these people. It's amazing. It's fascinating. It's, it's a combination of cultures and time periods. It, it, it's, 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 it's bamboozling. They Anything you found out that might actually be useful? Other Whoa. than the local lady's uh, undergarments, I mean. And he's like, oh, oh I, I don't know what you're talking about. And he, so you can see him sort of like pushing his hand deeper into his right trouser pocket, like pushing down what's ever in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Marcus, you funny man. You. Mm. So. Yeah, um, you, you're, you're making your way up the steps at the moment to get into this house, by the way. Um, and uh, yeah. and he's, uh, he, he says to you, well, you... You see, it, it it appears as though these people tend to stay quite close to where they are. A bit sort of like uh, early agricultural uh, societies from millennia ago. Um, they seem to act and do the sort of things that we do, but but it's well. I mean, we've seen the goat people. I understand. He's, as he as he leans in, he's sort of like whispering that to you, and sort of like, I oh, yeah, they prefer to be called 
Satis, Satters, Satters. Yeah, yeah. Let's try to keep. Let's try to keep it a little civil, shall we? So. Yeah. Yes, Satters. Yes. Sorry. Oh. Me and my mind. Oh. And of uh, he's like, yes, yes, the Satters. They seem to sort of roam this area as if they're like, uh, like Native Amer Native American packs, Ooh. and they and and people seem to have sort of forced their way in and killed off most of the local tribes it's very fascinating the the, the totem you see behind me is something taken from the satyrs uh religious beliefs oh, they took it from the satyrs after driving them from their homes so can, yes, can, can Craster do an appraisal role on the um on the totem on the totem well yeah did, <laughs> right he's appraising it so he's what if you're appraising it, you're going to know its cultural significance. You're going to know like what it's oh, made of. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It. So if I can try and get a, sort of a history of it, or at least of their level of technology, or anything I could get from attempting to appraise it. Um, also, if yeah, it's worth more, making, I seriously doubt it. You're more than welcome to do that um, in a minute. But, uh, no, it's not. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah I, um, I was going to say, you, you, you guys are now all heading into the house for... Yeah. That the, the seers invited you in, so you, you you're already making your way up. So I, I would say that's more something Crash has got in the back of his mind that he wants to do later on. Okay. Something he'd run off and do straight away. Oh, I mean, he tried to do it from a distance and failed. Just like that. Okay. Cool. There's so uh, fifty-three. Yeah. Yeah. So you 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 take a look and it's like, yeah. I mean, it's a big thing pole. It's in the middle of town. That's kind of cool. And uh, as you say that, you will walk into the, the large house and the door closes behind you. And what you're presented with is this sort of grand sort of like entrance hall. There's uh, there's a large sort of like table, like dining table in the middle of the room. Um, you can see that up on the far left hand side, there's like a little staircase that goes up to um, the, like a large chair, like a wooden chair quite fancy chair um, with some banners behind it and uh, over to your right hand side you can see there's like a little corridor that leads off to some rooms it's a single story building I should say there's, there's, there's not it's not like you know two stories or anything I'm getting a very uh, Skyrim vibe yeah yeah I was gonna say, is this like a Viking chieftains yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it, it, it's it's you know for for the perspective of the player looking at it it's a very strange sort of like mishmash of like different things from history that are all seen to be congregated in this one place. From a character's perspective, it's um, it's it's like, well, this is quite fancy. Can I do an appraise on this? See if I can get anything from them. What do you want to appraise? Um, well, you said there was like um, a chair and some tapestries. So just do you want to work out, is this guy wealthy or is this just really old stuff that he's got lying around? Does anything stand out particularly to you, though? Yeah. I right, so see you that time. So, what do I know about the quality of the goods in this room? <laughs> Stop trying to steal everything in this. The second you're sober. Okay, so that's uh, for, forty-one to sixty-three on the on your appraise. Appraise does not mean rob. Appraise means knows the value. <laughs> you only of. ever appraise before you rob. <laughs> so, um, you, uh, you, you, you take a glance around the room crash there and you can see this chair though it's though it's it appears old and so do the tapestries the tapestries look maybe a little battle worn actually and um, frayed this chair is is very well made 
you can see, you can even see it from the distance that you're at. It's very well made, possibly out of something like uh, oak or um, or mahogany. maybe mahogany. Yeah, I was going to say like, mahogany. like, like a mahogany. Mahogany. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that Cresta getting aroused by the thought that it could be mahogany? Have you no, not seen Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Unbridged? No. Oh mate. Don't yeah, worry, no. I got it. Yeah. Don't worry, Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you can see that this you know, it's a very it's, it's an old chair, but it it's a it's a chair of someone who has like wealth and presence, you know, it's a it's a, it's a chair of, of, of a leader. Okay, so I know that there's stuff in this room worth nicking, but I also know it's probably I not worth stealing. I told you it's going to Wait a second, did I finish? <laughs> I also know it's probably not worth stealing right now. <laughs> Come back and do that later. So yeah, so the uh, you've you've appraised and thought about stealing stuff in the room, Crasler. What's worth stealing in the room? I haven't thought about stealing it yet. I'll plan that later. You can see that the seer is taking um, Henri over to one of the chairs, and she's sitting next to him. And there appears to be already a meal getting laid out on the table in front of you. And uh, and 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 you can, the, the seer sort of like gestures towards you and says, "Come, come, sit, sit, sit. Come, 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 enjoy this fine food." And you can see there's like breads and fruits and uh, sort of like there's, there's like sort of like a suckling pig or something. On, on, uh, the, uh, on so are they similarly not of this of earthly origin in terms of what I saw with the plant life? Are the fruits again not quite right? Yeah, mm. they're like maybe slightly different colours, um, different patterns for like the flesh of the fruit. But it's like that looks kind of looks like a plum. But when I bite into said plum, it doesn't look like a plum inside. This is a bit weird. What's it look like inside? Um, so if you were to imagine like a normal plum, it's sort of you bite into it. It's uh, usually sort of like a sort of what is it, dark purple flesh that then goes to sort of like a like a I guess like a pinky orange when it's mm, yeah. quite ripe. You, you bite into it and it's. It's nearly like a neon green kind of color, um, which is it's something like a kiwi. That, yeah, but but mm. um, but 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 the green is like far more vibrant. It's like something, you, something nothing you've ever seen before. I mean, you would never have seen a color like that. Before. Right. So it, it it looks weird, but it does still taste and feel like fruit. Yeah, I mean, it tastes good, you know. Okay. All right. But, um, but it just, just looks good. Cool. Above game here, just above game. Have we fallen into the long earth? I, I, I like. You know, <laughs> I don't even get the reference. So. Oh, dude, we got we got to we got to school you on some stuff. We we, we need to get you some. You need some time on YouTube, and you need to read some books, mate. Um, yeah. I'm telling you. I would say what this definitely feels like in a Lovecraftian setting, but you know, that's player knowledge. <laughs> you know what? It's been about twenty years since I read Lovecraft. So. Yeah. This is definitely like the Dreamlands, although the city names are not the same. But yeah, the. Uh, Dreamlands is kind of like this. All right, so, I guess I'm, I'm gonna bite into a. Have we offered food, or you uh, sit down and eat, or? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like you know, other people, like other members of the household that look like you know like friends or whatever, they're sitting down the other end of the table and they're tucking in. You know, they, they don't care. Wait, is is she not going to introduce stuff? We just walked into this house and eating food. Yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, awkwardly sit down. Awkwardly mm. look at a, at a plum. 
awkwardly look at a plum. Can you describe that to me, please? Because that sounds sounds very. I guess you know what? Because I asked about what plums look like inside, but Marcus hasn't eaten a plum yet, and I assume there's no half-cut plums on the table. So yeah. he just picks up picks up the plum, takes a bite, goes, mm, mm, looks at it, and then it gets awkward. Does it still taste like a plum, or does it taste different? Yeah, it, it tastes. It tastes. You know what you would imagine a plum would taste like, but different. But, <laughs> I so just you're... like to say that because it leaves it so ambiguous to what it is. It's like this thing, but it's different. <laughs> Hard to explain. So, uh, Madame, your your son is not joining us. Oh, my my my, my son. He, he's he's uh he's currently on uh, on a visit to to Ironforge. Um, Oh. So, so I, I am in charge of the household as I once was long ago. Oh well, we thank you for your hospitality and your food. Uh, that's quite all right. That's that's okay. I will find a way to uh, reward you. Uh, I could read some um, some poetry after. Uh, after she, she, she she looks at you with like a like a filthy grin. She's like, I know of a way you can reward me, young man. <clears throat> <laughs> I see. We will talk of this later, perhaps. <clears throat> I look slightly uncomfortable. Um, but yes, the, you were going to say my sooth. Ah, yes, yes. And she she turns your hands over. And uh, as she does that, and uh, she looks up at you, for the first time, you see that this elderly lady is blind. So she can't actually see, and her name is Sia. And she's now going to look at your hand to tell your fortune. Well, makes as much sense as anything else that's happened today. <laughs> I think to myself. And she, uh, she, she, she runs, runs her uh, her middle finger over, over your palm, and she's like, mm. "Yes, Ooh, much, <laughs> much turmoil in your in your short life, I can see." Myself Travel. and my father did not get on. Yes. Mm. You've seen many things and fought many battles, I can feel. Of a sense, yes. I can tell you this. You're not dead. Ugh. That is reassuring. Marcus, we are not dead. <laughs> Marcus has got like a <laughs> mouthful of... The, the peach is actually pretty good, so the plum's pretty good. He's, like, he's keeping eating it. He's like, again, gives, gives on me the stink eye <laughs> with a mouthful of Neon green plum. Is any, Please what, the... is any of the plum juice like squirting out from the side of your mouth? Yeah, he's starving. Like <laughs> he's really into his plum. Please, madame, forgive these Englishmen. They are born with a stick in their daddy ear. And she 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 laughs. <laughs> very funny, very funny. I understand that uh, you gentlemen met the uh, the young man they called the Outrider. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, <clears throat> oh, mm, sorry. Delicious. Uh, yes. Um, Master oh, Uno, I believe. Plume. Yes, we love... Sorry, again, what what was this called? It It's a plume. Plum. Plume. Well, we call them plums. It's a plum. In English, perhaps. But, you know. Do it's as a, the Romans do. A, pl a plum. Mm, I'll work on it. The Romans anyway. do. We're going to the place. <laughs> a prune. Yeah. 
approved. I wasn't prepared for that. I came in peace. Uh, yeah, we uh, we did meet him actually. Um, Master Uno, the Outrider. Uh, he's trustworthy. The townspeople seem to like him. Oh yes, yes. I I knew his family when he was when he was only small. Uh, they they lived in a, in a smaller settlement not far from here. It's not there anymore though. Oh. I'm not sure um, how much Henri told you. We are strangers from a from a land. Who I guess far from here. Uh, we are trying to find our way our way back. Hmm. Well, I believe as I said to your said to your very handsome friend here with the. Soft what, Doctor Odd? Did you have a chat with Doctor Odd before? Not Don't be jealous. Oh, Andre. He, he noticed that you're holding. That she's holding on these hands. Goes, oh, oh. Uh. Don't, don't be jealous, Marcus. It does not suit your countenance. I am not jealous. Thank you, though. <laughs> uh, yes. So she 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 mentions that she told she told Henri about um, the outrider Nuno, uh, Nuno being the best person to ask. Oh, Nuno. Sorry. Yeah. Well, what did you think his name was, by the way? Uno. Uno? Yeah. Um, yeah, draw, 20, draw four cards, man. Is that because yeah. he's the last outrider in the village? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> You're mixing your metaphors, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <sorry>. Ignore me. <laughs> um, so, yes, she, she explains that, 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 that Nuno is going to be the, the best person to, uh, to ask. About how to get yourselves back home again, uh, wherever that may be. But she seems completely entranced by Omri at this point. And uh... actually, sorry, out of character, yeah. did Omri tell us? Because I don't think we all noticed there were only one set of um, tracks up on the hill. Did Omri tell us that they'd seen that? Or I think I did. Yeah, I would have told you everything about the tracks. Yeah, that was relevant. Okay. Yeah, I think from memory, like you did say there was tracks going off in this direction, and you guys had that choice of, did you want to follow the tracks, or did you want to go towards this right. mm -hmm. I think we'll probably end up asking Outrider about, uh, you know, about that then, instead of uh, mm. this uh, this horny old lady. Horny old lady. Mm. How, how old is she, by the way, would I guess? Um, probably in sort of like, a, like mid to late 60s, maybe. And she doesn't have goat feet, right? No, 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 she's human, yeah. Okay. Would having goat feet have stopped you then? No, that, that would have been encouragement, you know. <laughs> that would have, oh, I see. Oh, God. <laughs> he, he, he would have been on that, on that, um, yeah. in a heartbeat. Goat ass. <laughs> What's happened? Well, it would mean that she's like a, uh, a nymph, basically. So the, the, the equivalent of, of satyrs. They're like. Weren't you meant to be like a hunter, though? I He's hunting, hunting that ass. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say what, what what he was a hunter of. Like, I am the milf hunter. That's true. Wouldn't it be a gilf, a goat? I'd like. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it's a g milf, a grandmother. <laughs> goat, goat mom. Oh. A grandmother, I'd like to. Oh, I hope all right. Someone have already a dick dedicated to this episode. Thank you, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is your first episode listening. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Um... We're trusting our DM to cut out the worst of it. Yeah. 
Do you see uh, anything else in my future? <laughs> I know that's not the right. Oh word. God. <laughs> She, uh, she, she, she smiles and uh, looks back down at your hand, even though you, you know she can't see. And uh, for a second, she, she actually sort of like takes in a sharp intake of breath, which sort of startles you a little bit, Omri. It's a little bit strange. Hmm. And she's like, um, she's like, you, you must be careful, young man. Just remember, be careful. I had <laughs> considered going into the woods and hunting down one of these. Spiders that uh, Mr. Uh, one of your other compatriots, Mr. Tumweed, spoke of. But perhaps I should be more cautious. Does even the Outrider fight these spiders? Yes, the uh, the Outriders do do fight the spiders. They they fight lots of things. They fight mm. the spiders. They uh, protect us from uh, bandits. Yes, which is uh, what. Uh, Tell me. Nuno's father was out doing uh, ten years ago before their village was ransacked. That explains why he hates bandits so much. What manner of creatures uh, live in these woods? I am a hunter myself. I pride myself on stalking the most dangerous of prey. From If I own. may, Henri, do we not have bigger things to worry about than, you know, hunting out oh. here? Hmm. Captain Killjoy here. Wishes to intervene, yes. Uh, of course, of course. We have to do work, my friend. Uh, me, me, uh, madam. Uh, actually, no, I don't think I'd know she's blind, so I'm still going to talk to her. <laughs> madam, we're looking to find a way home. There, Meek, sorry, Meek. Meek might mention that um, satyrs were, were nearby. And also, our friend Cicero here appeared about a month ago in this town on that on that hill back there has anyone else ever appeared around here like from from far away hmm and she ponders for a moment and she uh she says says to you not not for a very long time not since not since i was a child have we had visitors from far away like yourselves and who were those visitors did they claim as us to be from a place you have never heard of? One of them was a, a elderly gentleman, not too much dissimilar to to Mister Cicero over there. And Cicero's like, "Aha!" Because he's got like a like a like a leg of like the uh, the little suckling pig, like he's munching on at the moment, like God, savage. <laughs> um, she's like, "Yes, he uh, he had a." had a grey moustache. He was very kind and a little bit odd like Cicero, but uh, he seemed haunted. And then he uh, is buried in the graveyard behind the, the big house. Strange man, strange man. What was his name? He said his name was Munro. Marcus crushes a plum in his hand. Sir, that's it all of me. <laughs> Monroe, have you just, 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 just quickly, have you just squirted your plum juice all over? Henri? Oh my God! Yeah, sure. I've squirted my plum juice all over Henri and Sia, and whoever's next to me as well. Wilfred, you're getting it. <laughs> just you know, Mark said, picked up a whole handful of whatever looks like grapes. He was like, oh, I'll try these out, and then crushes them all. 
at the at the name of Monroe. See, my it friend could... here knows this Mr. Monroe. It could be a coincidence. No coincidences in this. Oh, oh, oh. Grape all over me. You dislike this no, Monroe. There's a there's a there's a there's a groups, young man. Right, of course, groups. Look, I'm sorry, the group group is distracting me. How long ago did you say Monroe was here? He's dead. He is in the graveyard. She said that Monroe came here when she was a girl, and he's dead now, but we just saw Monroe last night. In the other world, yes. I don't think Mark thinks it's another world. He's, you know, he's a simple man. He just thinks they're far away. As far as he's concerned, they could be in the Orient. Well, time does not move here as we think it does. This is a fascinating place. Almost enough to drive a man insane. And, All uh, right. At, at, at that, at that, Cicero just leans over and just goes, because he's still got that that um, that, that fucking <laughs> pig leg in his mouth. If he just leaned over into Marcus here while he's like, Marcus is haunted <laughs> by, by the realization of what's happened. Yep. So Marcus punches Cicero because he's surprised. Wow. <laughs> Marcus just he just yes. realized that something really strange is going on. They're not just like across the sea or something. This is weird. And then Cicero's gone into his ear with a chicken leg and gone, ha-ha! It was a pig leg. <laughs> okay, a pig leg. I mean, that doesn't oh. punch him. He shouldn't have... He should have given you a wet willy with it. <laughs> I feel... No, that is that is something that Cicero would do to Marcus. Yeah, <laughs> Can Cicero die twice? Let's find out. <laughs> right, Cicero, we're going to do an experiment. <laughs> he doesn't punch him hard. He's just like... He, he, he pulls back as he notices Cicero. He still hits him. When you say about the experiment there, Dockard, uh, Cicero goes, You know, I can't I can't place it, but your your voice is so familiar to me. <laughs> and then just carries on eating. I'm just going to leave him to it, you know? Yeah, so um, so that startling realisation that, that Monroe is buried in the graveyard outside. A couple of hours pass as... Um, you, you know, you sort of like shoot shoot the breeze as it was with uh, with Sia, and uh, you know you. The second you, time I've um, been denied justice against Monroe. Yeah, I can't imagine how how Marcus must feel. To be fair, that's why he punched Cicero. Yeah, but that's not really saying much, is it? Uh, no, he's never punched him. Apart from that, okay, he's never punched him out of shock before. Yeah, I feel like that was just more like you wanted to punch something, and <laughs> yeah, Cicero was the closest <laughs> Escape uh, me again! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you uh, you carry on eating, and um, after a couple of hours, the uh, the seer gets up from her seat, and she's uh, she she turns turns to all of you and says, uh, "Cicero has a has a little hut in the village already, but you five fine gentlemen are more than welcome to uh, to stay here the night and uh, and sleep in the great hall." Oh, very great. You, Mark. There's crap for eyeing tapestries. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the um, the outrider. Will he be sleeping all of the night? Oh, I think we should see him first, have a chat, and then you know, prep up for the morning. Mm. Well, he said that he I... wished to sleep. Yeah, it's it's dark out though at the moment. Probably best to sleep and speak to him in the morning. No? I don't really want to give him time to go anywhere, though. I think we should try and get what we can now. 
let's let the madame speak. Um, she 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 looks at you all and says, "No, no. Uh, if if you wish to go and visit him, he's uh, his camp is not far outside of the village. Maybe about a, a mile or so. Um, <laughs> I don't know that he sleeps much. To be fair, um, he'd probably still be awake." I say we uh, we have a chat with Nuno first, get all the information we can, just in case he's uh, called away in the morning, we don't get a chance. Besides, he invited us tonight. We don't want to intrude. Mm. As you wish, of course. But we will come back here, madame, and sleep. She's like, lovely. Well, I, I must I must adjourn. I, I, I must, uh, must take my old bones to bed. And Indeed, she, madame. Like, show, slowly shuffles away. And uh, you see her sort of go off into one of the into one of the rooms on the far right hand side of the um, of the hall, and then the door. The Skyrim Tavern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she gets stuck on the door for a bit, but like turns in place, but is still walking. She's like, "Yes, can I help you?" And, she, and she's still looking at us throughout, even though she's turned her back. Yeah. Yep. Somebody starts playing the lute in the background, then stops immediately. Yeah, and then and then someone starts singing that Dragonborn song. <laughs> With the food left on the table, is there anything that looks like it will last a little while? I'll just grab enough for a, a meal or two and put it in my pack. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's like there's there's quite a lot of fruit still there. There's not much of the mm -hmm. kid. I mean, Cicero's like really really tucked into that. You know, he, he he took it to task. They put it down in front of him. He just assumed that the whole thing was for him. So he's he's managed to, to eat most of that, but you know there's a few bits and pieces of that left. Maybe you could uh, you could you could take. There's a bit bit of cured ham as well. So you know there's, mm. there's some stuff that you guys could take if you want. I wouldn't grab too much, but enough for like yeah. Yeah, maybe I'd grab like a one of the plumes. plumes. Um, also, set cool. it in your pocket. Or if there's a barange, or perhaps a nanana. <laughs> yeah. What are these animals though? We need the napples as well. <laughs> what, what, what was that about the animals? Do the animals just like animals? Like, are they old on the inside or anything? Um, no, you I mentioned mean, a pig. Yeah, I mean, like, it, I mean, does it, it have tentacles instead of legs? Is the question? Mm. No, no, it still has legs. I mean, it looks like a pig, but it looks, it looks sort of like a. It's got like a normal nose instead of a snout or something. It's got a human face. Oh. It's, it's, got, it's got one of those. It's got one of those pretty boy anime human faces on it. <laughs> <laughs> with like, with like the apple in its mouth. <laughs> and like, and like every time you glance at it, like, 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 like looks a little like stars and like a shimmering sort of like smoldering expression. <laughs> it's, just, it's, just there. it's not alive, is it? No one does this around. No, I need more. No. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, it look. It looks like a. It looks like a. Looks sort of like a pig, but like a like a very sort of like wild, rough and ready pig. It's got lots of sort of like um like tusks. Um a like like a a Yeah, but mm. like this is more sort of like it's got like a pair of tusks that seems to sort of like come out from like where its eyebrows should maybe be. Horns. So it's it's very sort of yeah, you would say horns, but they, they, they look like tusks. They're not they're not they're more they look like teeth coming out the top of its head kind of thing. I will find oh, one nice. of these. Mm. Yeah. Delightful. All right, let's get going. Okay, so um, all of you are gonna are gonna make your way outside then, yeah? Yeah, we've we've got yeah. a few bits to eat. Oh, good. 
Okay. So um, you all get up and you uh, you make your way to the to the door, and uh, as you open the door and you step out into the sort of like the town square, which is actually a circle and not a square, you notice a dazzling blue light that uh, is very very familiar to you, and uh, Cicero steps forward and and says, "This was one of the things I wanted to show you. Does it?" Does it remind you of anything, gentlemen? Mark squints. So there's like a big bright light. Where is it? Like the, so the totem is glowing this brilliant blue oh. light. Hmm. Oh, runes. Oh, yeah, 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 that stone. And, he, and, and Cicero goes, precisely, and like he claps his hand together and... Uh, and you can see him, he's like hurriedly walking over towards it and like, look, 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 look. And, and, and like, as he as he walks around it, he goes, did, did you notice? Did you notice on the totem itself? And uh, can you all do a spot hidden roll for me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Nothing changes. Marcus never spots him. He got the highest mm-hmm. one. Crap. Pretty got much. 88 versus 50. <laughs> never spots him. Crashed the got nine twenty nine, which is good. Henri got twenty two to sixty, and uh, Doc Odd only passed for a twenty three to twenty nine. Yeah, um, everyone except me, Marcus. Obviously, you see the obvious. You know, this thing's glowing blue. <laughs> everyone else, you actually notice. Henri, you wouldn't know them necessarily as Nordic runes, I don't think, but you notice these symbols that are. A slight, uh, uh, a different color blue, like a very dark, sort of like rich blue, mm. further up the totem. But Cresta, uh, you spot it straight, and you're like, "Those are those are runes." Doc Odd, again, you're not necessarily going to know that they're runes, but you definitely see the symbol, um, these darker symbols, um, just barely dotted out on there. Mm. Was that was that an occult roll on? Ring? It was. I'm terrible at it. Oh, failed. 83 to 5. Jeez. Oh, dear. Right, yeah, so, um, I mean, most of you spot spot the runes. And as Cicero wanders round and he's, and he's pointing at it, um, he's like, what do you think, gentlemen? Clearly it's some sort of link between here and our world. Maybe this we can place... use it to get home. This is, uh, yeah, indeed, this place is... Uh... Filled with spiritual power. The, the strange creatures, the mythology. Oh, fascinating. Should we... Crash is just going to walk up and put his hand on the totem. Again? <laughs> what, what, I've not done it before. Well, who did it the I first know, time? Oh, I think it was Cicero. Cicero no, did it the first time. Yeah. It was Cicero who did that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Crash, you, um, you actually walk up and you place your hand on the totem and it feels warm. It's a strange sensation. It, 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 it definitely feels like there's there's a there's an inner heat to this rod thing. Mm. What would uh, what would you guys like to do? I mean, what what I'm saying is, you know, Cicero is, is pacing around this this totem with like pure does, like childlike excitement on his face. Does Wilfred still have his his um? Yeah, I was going to say Wilfred. Yeah. Sketch it. Well, I was going to say, this Wolf could have a original sketch of the totem. Of the, um... Yeah, but the original sketch 
Yeah. Well, it's a bit pants, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you were right, the least. Yeah. If we all remember, it looked a little bit like genitalia. So. Oh, Just yeah. No, bit. with the moss and the... I remember now. Mm-hmm. I think he rolled like a 90 or something on it. Great. So... Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can quickly go, Wilfred, have you got your drawing of the other one? <laughs> <laughs> So, so Thor, do you recognize... goes, mm, never mind. Does anyone recognize these uh, these symbols, the glowing symbols? During our uh, adventures, we've come across this before. Oh. Never really, never out in the open like this. Where about? What about you? Have you? Mm, no, no, nothing like this. Right. This is. Uh, it reminds me somewhat of some of the runes I've seen in in uh, Indochina, but uh, no. Mm. So. If, if well, I'm right, you've never I will go met. up and touch it as well. Yeah, Henri, you wander up and you you touch the totem, and again, it's warm. <sighs> it's, it's like a pleasant warmth that's like radiating into your hand. You can feel it going up your arm. I'm gonna lie on it. <laughs> what happens if we all <laughs> touch the totem? The totem? You, you all want to touch the totem. What I happens if we all totem. touch it? I don't know. Maybe maybe you should all touch the totem and find oh, out. Oh, this is so. It is like being in a bath. I'm just oh. gonna, I'm just gonna like pull Marcus towards it. Marcus grumbles and goes, "Look, I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think it's gonna do anything." My friends, this is a holy place for these people. We are. I'll stand up again. We are this isn't a holy place for these people. It's a holy place for the satyrs. No, it is a holy. This is a place of worship for the sun god. Perhaps we should not desecrate it with our uh, lack of knowledge. I know, I know. I realized this as I did so. See, as, 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 you, as you're saying that, like, you can see that Cicero's just, like, rubbing his face on it, going, mm, Oh, mm-hmm. God. <laughs> I'm going to push Cicero off it and go, Cicero, you've been here long enough. <laughs> Have you what done this you... before, my friend? Yeah. Is this what, what you do every night? What's this all about? Have you rub yourself off? <laughs> he steps back and he's like, oh, oh, yes. <laughs> Sorry, yes. Got a bit carried away with myself there. Does yes. it give you pleasure? <clears throat> mm. um, are you going to look down? I'm going to slap Cicero. <laughs> You've just, just taken this no. opportunity to abuse him, haven't no, no, you? No, no, not like a, not like a slap, just like, a, just like a, a little, like, a focus man kind of thing. <laughs> Jeez. Part of me doesn't think just, uh, Marcus is fully believing in Cicero. He's, he's a simple man. He just He's like, I saw my friend definitely not be very alive. This is him, but it's weird. And uh, Cicero's like, hmm, yes, um... No, I mean, I have seen this glow before, but not like this. And uh, I was just wondering, with our with our outrider friend, maybe he may have seen some more of these dotted about, because there was more than one down in that uh, that maze of tunnels. He may even know the significance of these stones. Uh, I would like to talk more with him and the uh, and the seer on this. Yes, we should go. Mm. We Wait, don't did, understand did you manage to get Marcus with hand on the to- on the thing, or did anything happen? Um, did we get all? Yeah, I, uh, did we get all our hands on it at the same time? Yeah, he dragged Marcus's hand onto the totem. Did anything happen with that? With it, yeah, I, I mean, you all, just, you all just touched it, and you felt this like incredible warmth, like radiate out from the totem and like go into your bodies, and like you can't, you kind of feel like all, all of you actually kind of feel happy, but you don't feel any anger or anything at the minute. It's a bit like it's a bit like like a like, like a euphoria from touching the totem. Okay. Okay. absolutely doesn't trust that. Yeah, I don't think Marcus does either. 
Cicero, Cicero sort of like steps back and goes, "Well, we, we might as well go off and, and see and see our, our outrider friend now. If everyone's finished finished touching the pole." That was most pleasurable. Yes. Indeed. Yes. Let us go. And uh, and and with that, um, you all head off in the same direction that that Nuno uh, left in earlier on. And uh, yeah. It's about about a mile away from Stonington. Um, so Is it heading the way that we came, or no? It, it, it's it's no. It's heading it's heading away from the direction you came. So mm -hmm. I, I think I remember you headed north towards Stonington. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I've got my compass. So I'll, I'll check. Yeah, it. so it's, it, it's sort of like Ooh. a north a northwest. Wait, actually, no. It's it's uh, night time now, isn't it? Yeah. Is it a cloudy night? Um, no, it's it's relatively clear. In that case, I will try and navigate by the stars with my sextant. Where are we? Okay. Do I recognise any of the constellations? Well, let, let's do a navigate roll and see where you get. Okay. Because, I mean, you're already walking off in the, in nope, the direction. Nope, I fail. Oh, God. Fail my navigate. Push it. 80 to 55. There's no point in pushing that. <laughs> well, you could push it, yeah. But you... Yeah? All right, go on. Then, if you want but to... I don't, no, I don't want to. My <laughs> I'm not going to, like... Take risks doing a navigation. Yeah, you push the roll, you trip over and fail, and like force the sextant for your I should exactly. Yeah, I blind myself with the sextant. Just like I was more uh, thinking you might break it, but you know. Nope, I'm gonna. Um, so yeah, you you all head off in the direction of the camp, and after about half hour of like wandering and talking amongst yourselves, um, you sort of come to a clearing, and you can see you can actually see a fire going in the middle of this clearing. Um, and the lights flicker from fire, creating shadows on the objects that are around it. And uh, surrounding the area is this forest that seems to spread everywhere, all over the place. That looks very dark and foreboding. And as you are walking towards the camp, you can't hear any sounds. There's just there's just nothing. There's no sounds coming from the camp at all. Another couple of minutes later, and you are now. You know, at, at, at the edge of the camp. And... I'm going to slip, slip behind the trees and try and hide as I approach. Um, no, so, so um, sorry. The camp. So the, the, the camp is in a clearing. The trees are sort of like off in the distance, but they sort of surround the camp, if that makes sense, on okay. one side. But, I mean, how close are the trees to the camp? Um, they're a good. The, the, the trees, are, you'd have to go through the camp to get to the trees, and they're about sort of like 30 oh, right. yards off. So, so we're on open ground, basically. Yeah, yeah you're on no, open ground, yeah. With no cover? No cover. There's no sort of like mm. shrubs or anything. It's just sort of like an open wow. sort of field. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So you're pretty much you, you, you come to the camp, um, and you look down. And there's there's no one there. You have a quick look around. Are there any tracks? Well, uh, can you all roll a spot hidden? Failed my track roll with D nine. Ah. Well. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let that stand in for my spot hidden. Hey, there oh. he is. Holy crap. Marcus is like freaking <clears throat> genius. Oh, yeah, that's a 3 to 50. I think that's my first ever successful spot hidden. Really? I think so. I mean, that's that's an extreme success. Crest has also spotted as well. Um, so, Wilfred, uh, Doc Odd, and Henry, you look around the camp and you can just see that it's empty. Like, it looks like it's been just been abandoned. Um, Craster, you can see that maybe there 
might have been a bit of a struggle or something like someone's left in a hurry because you can see that there's, a, there's like a tree stump the camp has been sort of like built around this tree stump which is near the fire which looks as though it's been used to like dry clothes or something that have been washed in a river uh, and you can see like Nuno's pots and pans are scattered around um, and like his tent is, is left open but there's no, no one in there Marcus you can see definite signs of a struggle you can see drag marks and you can also see tracks in the soil as uh, flick um, with the fire from the light from the fire I should say sorry um, like flickering in the tracks and it's all fresh yes very recent these tracks they are whatever's happened here you may have only missed it by about 20 minutes all right, so um, I'm going to wall around and go, stop, guys. Look, and he's going to point the tracks out. Ah, oh, yes. We need, we need to find the, the outrider. This looks bad, and he might be the only person who's going to help us a moment. Thank you for listening to Spectre in the Fog, episode 23, Cultural Exchange. Tracks used in this episode are Abandoned Windmill, Medieval Town, The Hearth Inn, Elven Glade, and Forest Night from TabletopAudio.com. As always, my friends, stay safe, eat your plumes and keep investigating.